got a random entry right now. Uh, every so often, I like to kind of scourge through and rummage around in the B-movie buried in Netflix or Amazon Prime kind of area and see if there's anything worthwhile that, you know, could be worth a sit-through, could be worth um, giving an opportunity to, you know, most things that don't get a lot of publicity or you only know about if somebody else saw it or if it just so happens to pop up because you watched a certain film and then Netflix is like because you watched you know Breaking Bad and you now get to watch we're now going to suggest to you these random shows or these random films so this film was actually suggested to me by my father-in-law and I'm not going to say I I hate it (laughs) I'm not going to say that it's bad I'm just going to say that it's really, really weird. So, the the film is called Cold Skin. It's from 2017. Its premise is very odd. But, you know, if you like the idea of, say, isolation films or stories that portray uh, maybe ideas that, like, you know, very few actors and seeing what they're able to do in these kind of isolated environments... The film takes place on an island with a lighthouse. It follows these two men, one who's been there for a long time, and another one who's coming to kind of be a scientist, almost. Like, there's a lightkeeper, and then there's this other dude. I don't know exactly what the, like, job description of that guy would be again. Again, this is meant to betray these lighthouse days. I don't know much about that stuff, so I can't really comment on that accuracy. But he goes to this island, and this other guy who's been there kind of seems like he's a little crazy. But of course, you know, isolation, meant to betray that in a way. You learn very quickly. And this is one thing I do appreciate, is that it jumps straight into the premise of the entire film right off the bat. Like, less than 15 minutes, bam, you know exactly what this film's going to be about. And what's it about is there's a bunch of creatures on the island... That the crazy guy defends against and is trying to, like, obliterate so he could, like, save himself. And what they are is they're, like, they're amphibian-like creatures that live underwater. And it's, of course, this is an isolated island. The only thing on it is a house and the lighthouse. And the, the creatures, they come out at night and they're, like... They're fighting for food, I'm guessing, or maybe they're just fighting the old guy because the old guy knows about them, doesn't warn the new guy, and he learns the hard way. Then eventually they start working together, and then through this, through the progression of the film, it's told through the first-person perspective, almost, of the the new guy on the island who they don't name they just call him friend or whatever the guy who's been there is out of his mind and he trying he's trying to teach him how to handle the creatures and they start learning how to fight them and they start finding different ways how to fight them and of course it goes through the process and this guy's like we have to get on the next boat out of here and crazy dude is like no we have to stay we have to obliterate all of them and it's just this weird this it's not even a weird progression, it's just a weird story. And he has one of the creatures as a pet, and the pet is happens to be a female, 
and there's scenes where like the 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 guy who called they that is called friend is like I don't even want to say like admiring but almost fetishizing over the creature who's the pet because he finds it intriguing of how human like they look but like it's this concept of how evolution like flip the script on this species in a way and what i what what the film shows a lot of is they show a lot of imagery from like dante's inferno and i believe there's meant to be some undertoned relation of like of dante's trip through hell and what this movie is meant to portray if it's not or at least nothing that i can view in my viewing of the film and that's just a red herring that's just in the film to be in the film they just keep referencing a book and the book happens to be Dante's Inferno and the film has really has no relation to that then that's just that's just poor film directing like why are you why do you keep showing me this book but the story has no correlation to it because if you're showing it to me that means my brain is meant to go to the idea okay so something about this is meant to betray like the nine rings of hell that Dante goes through I can't really pinpoint the points in the film where he enters a new realm almost, unless it's meant to just be the concept of being stuck in an ever evolving pattern, which you kind of get from the ending, how this kind of there is this rotation and kind of this thing where you're you're stuck in the same story, and that's kind of what the portrayal of hell could be. It's you repeating, you know, these uh, traumas in your life over and over again. But then again, that, that just might be me trying to read more into it to try to give it more, more sense than what it actually has. I mean, I'm not going to say it wasn't enjoyable. Would I recommend it? I mean, the, uh, the only thing I would recommend about it is if you're a Ray Stevenson fan, if you don't know who Ray Stevenson is, uh, he played Blackbeard in the Stars TV show Black Sails. He was uh, the Punisher in one of the Punisher films, uh, Warzone. He played one of King Arthur's knights in the King Arthur movie with Clive Owen. He was one of the Three Musketeers in the 2011 Three Musketeers reboot. I'm a big fan of Ray Stevenson. So that kind of was like, when I saw he was in it and he plays the crazier dude who's been on the island for a while, I was like, okay, this this might have something good going on because Ray Stevenson to me is a fantastic actor. So if you don't mind watching a random Ray Stevenson movie, then yeah, I would say give this a shot and maybe you can have your own perspective on it. But what I could really say is the best way I can describe this movie, and I'm going to describe this in two films. One, most people will probably know. Most Another one people probably might not know. It's like open water meets... Um, What's that film that won an award? Why can't I think of this film? I think it's from the same year. Shape of Water. That's what it is. Shape of Water. So picture open water mixed with the shape of water. That's the kind of best description I can give to you to, in some correlation, might give you an idea of what to expect from this film. I really, I can't recommend it fully. And I don't want to to give you guys a bad movie to watch because you might not like it. But however, if you did like The Shape of Water, you might appreciate this. If you like the idea of isolation or stories about lighthouses, you also might like it. I'm not going to say it's a movie I'm ever going to watch again. <laughs> but I do feel like because I have seen it pretty recently, even though it's a couple of years old, I should speak about it 
and give you guys my full opinion on it. So there it is. I'm going to leave that to your disposal. Again, it's buried. You got to go looking for it. And if you don't mind random movies that you've never heard about, except from me, give it a shot. Maybe you'll find some appreciation in it that I didn't. I can't, can't tell you otherwise. <laughs>